0: Hello, I'm your host, Amanda Hill Ryle, with my podcast, You Choose You Now. I was living as a survivor with depression and suicidal thoughts linked to my limiting beliefs and inherited family narratives. I never put myself first. Today, I'm an inspiring mother and teacher, a best selling author, and stand up to be seen, taking responsibility for my life and my value. What changed? I chose me and healed my wounded inner child and let go of what did not serve me. Are you ready to be fulfilled and you choose you now? Join me on the journey of embracing your truth, healing your inner wounds so you can live your life with joy and not just survive. If you feel connected with my message, please choose to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. I choose to forgive myself and face all my emotions and all my repressed feelings. I choose to become the person I was always meant to be and allow shame to come out, be seen and to be released. I choose emotions to be just as they are. I created the Mood munches as colourful characters for children to accept their emotions. The mood munchers are all the emotions. They include shame, guilt, fear, sadness, judgment, thrill and so many more. I want all the emotions to be talked about. There is no right or wrong, good or bad. Emotions need to be seen, be felt. The mood munchers allow children to talk with parents, to acknowledge emotions, to name them, to see them, to feel them. We are not our emotions. I want children to realize they are so much more than their thoughts and emotions. And that is why the Move Bunchers were created so that parents, families, schools can share emotions openly without making them right or wrong, good or bad. Emotions are just what they are emotions. And I choose to face shame here today. Shame is very rarely talked about, it is one of those emotions that people do not want to feel do not want to see, and do not want to claim. And yet it runs with deep within us. It takes over our thoughts and encourages our negative beliefs about ourselves and keeps narratives running. What a shame, I hear you say. Honestly, I avoided shame at all costs. So much so that I thought death would be easier. Why was I so avoidant? Let me be clear. No one likes to be shamed or feel shame, and yet the judgments of others and ourselves can make us feel worthless and no good. I want to share my story, which has only become clear to me as I have accepted the feelings of shame that lay deep within. As a child, my dream was to have about six children and create a family similar to the Waltons and Little House on the Prairie. I was not concerned about having wealth and material goods, No, what I craved was love and unconditional acceptance for who I am and to be respected, listened to, and be the mother of an amazing living family. My perfect dream. Dreams can come true, but unfortunately my dream did not come true. It took me to the age of 38 to find the man who I knew I could spend my life with. At this age I warned him that I'd never been pregnant and probably could not have children, so he should find a younger, better model for a wife. Can you see my story of negativity that ran within? Luckily, my man loved me and made a commitment to me and only me. We were fortunate to have our son, but the pregnancy was not what I expected. Looking back, I can see that I was living as if I was not pregnant. In fact, my baby was due on a Monday and I worked right up until the Friday beforehand. I think I was trying to prove a point that pregnancy does not need to change your life. I had planned a natural birth and my son crowned three times and each time disappeared back inside me. The staff at the hospital said that I was stopping my child being born and if this continued they would take me to the labour ward. I had horrible visions of myself being wheeled through the hospital naked on a trolley, so I gave in to my fear. I now see that I was absolutely terrified. Yes, I'd always wanted children and a family, but the sheer responsibility of me being a mother of a helpless being had my stories of not being good enough and not enough rearing their heads. Who was I to be a mother? Having suffered from depression in the past, I knew that I did not love myself, let alone a baby who had needed unconditional love. Shame was here. I was ashamed of being an older mother, as I was 40 years old when my son was born. I was ashamed of my reaction to my pregnancy. A friend had actually said that she'd never seen such an unhappiness throughout a pregnancy. And here was I, not being able to give birth, which was meant to be the easiest thing in the world. I did not bond with my son immediately. I was exhausted and saw the whole situation as, look, I've done my job, here's a baby, now leave me alone. Yes, I took care of him, fed him, changed his nappies, sang to him, but I was detached. I did not feel the overwhelming love that I was led to believe happens when the mother first holds the baby. I was eventually diagnosed with postnatal depression, but that did not happen immediately. Before then, I felt alone and isolated, and although I had an amazing husband, I felt so ashamed and could not admit this to myself, so this shame turned to resentment that harboured and played out in my reaction towards my family. It has taken me ten years to be able to face my shame and many other repressed emotions including anger, guilt and deep, deep sorrow. My Catholic-Irish upbringing did not help my shame. At school I was told a woman's role was to have children. Sex was for the procreation of children nothing else. My mum told me I had a duty to my husband as a wife, yet after my son's birth I avoided sex at all cost. I can now see that one I was afraid of getting pregnant again. I couldn't go through that fear and pain again, but I also, more importantly, judged myself as not being woman enough. I made sex wrong, and as a result felt pain whenever it happened. I know that I have repressed trauma in my body, and feelings that need to be processed and set free. I am still here, and I'm okay. My emotions can come and go, and I choose no longer to keep them deep within me. I want a loving, intimate relationship with my husband, and it is time to surrender and let go of all my stories of what a woman should be. What is a woman's role? To flow, nurture, guide, have children, and just be. But I did none of these, so I rejected myself as a woman, a wife, and a mother. I had always taken on masculine energy. I was the fixer, the one to find us the solution, the one who was in control of everything. This dynamic energy helped me survive life and be successful, but it also hid my feminine energy. I used to say to my parents that I should have been born a boy. Even my name said this, a man, duh. I was confused as to why I rejected my feminine qualities. Looking back at my role model, my mother, she was strong and resilient. She managed to raise four children, run a household, do all the DIY at home, support my dad and took control of everything. She would not even let my dad carve a rose as he was a surgeon and she said he could not risk damaging his hands. I can now see that my mum was very much in her dynamic energy, and this is what I learnt growing up. I only once saw my mum vulnerable, when my dad went missing for a few hours. Once he was found, I found my mum crying in the kitchen. It was at that moment that I realised how much my mum knew that dad was her rock, her foundation, that allowed her to be in life. I have inherited the same way of being. It is only now with my son turning into a teenager that I can reflect on my life and my decisions because I can see that surviving was my choice. I was not living but surviving. I can now choose to embrace my feminine energy and relinquish my male persona. It is true that in my masculine I revelled in taking charge and making my husband wrong. I conceived from my experience in childhood that I did not understand the position of the male in a family but know that my husband is indeed my rock. He is there to love and protect me, and I can let him do this with a new openness and acceptance that has set me free. I am a woman, a wife, a mother. I am allowed to be vulnerable and need protection. I am a light and am coming home to myself with compassion and forgiveness for forgetting myself years ago. I am healing my inner wounded child, who made up narratives about how life should be. My life has not turned out the way I wanted, and that's okay. I may not be a mother of six children, but I am so lucky to be a mother of a wonderful son. I am a wife who is loved and cared for. I'm a teacher who can care for and inspire so many children, and I realise I am indeed blessed. I no longer choose to be negative about myself, but love who I am. I am grateful for my journey so far and I can look at my experience as lessons that have allowed me to grow now that I'm ready to accept life just as it is. Why do we make life full of obstacles instead of a playground of adventures? I realised that I was trapped in my mind and addicted to my stories, so that left no place to go. I felt isolated and eventually became so depressed that I found it hard to get out of bed and face the day ahead. At that time I felt no shame, as I was so low and not interacting with anybody. I had enough of my negative feelings of non-existent self-worth and feeling that no matter what I tried, I could not escape the prison of my mind. Yes, I welcome death at this time. This may sound dramatic, but when you're so low and empty, nothing seems to help. I was past shame at this point, and with hospitalisation and help, I rose out of my pit, and that is when shame came to show her face. It was the attitude and judgment of others that I could not handle. I can safely say that I found out who my true friends were at this time, but I was so ashamed of having to be put into hospital with depression, as in those days, in fact nearly 20 years ago now, it was so frowned upon and not understood. I am happy to say that mental and emotional illness has been seen and recognised as an important part of our health nowadays. The support of my family, I've turned a corner and put my life back together. But I can also see that I repressed my feelings of shame and instead decided to get into the doing mode to prove my worth. This was successful as I returned to work and got on with my life. But it's taken me years to realise that all my feelings and limited beliefs were still running the show as I had not faced them and allowed them to be processed. Two years ago, I turned inward and made a decision to come home to myself. I surrounded myself with positive people. I started to work on my inner wounded child and discover what was missing. I found out that I did not trust myself and took up meditation so I could finally sit in silence with myself and find out what I was repressing. First came fear, then sorrow, then anger. I did not avoid these feelings but let them be seen and welcomed by me. And they passed. Recently I have felt courageous enough to face my hidden shame. I am willing to be vulnerable and share my story to help others. I am not the only person alive to repress shame and other emotions. But I have decided to own my own story without attachment. So that I can help others who have been in the pits of depression, addicted to their limiting beliefs and too afraid to feel emotions. Shame. Is okay. It's just a feeling, but it has to be seen. It will not hurt you, but it needs to be released. I now have a daily and evening routine which include meditation and journaling. My journaling is where I literally vomit up all the negative, judgmental thoughts that I have, so I do not carry them or project them onto others. The result is I'm free to be me. I'm not my thoughts or emotions. I can choose to be joy and inspiration, and in this energy, live a life I love and deserve. Although this is my life and my journey, my message is not about me. My message is about others. Heal your inner wounded child. Forgive yourself and be compassionate and gentle towards yourself. By putting yourself first and having self-love, healing can take place. And inherited narratives and limiting beliefs can be seen for what they are. Stories made up by your inner child to survive can be let go of. Emotions need to be seen and welcomed and let go. They are ready to be let go. It's just my fear that stopped it before and I'm choosing now to accept them and let them be. I choose me so my son can experience a mother who is a light and a guide and not trapped in her thoughts. You choose you is my avenue of showing others how they can heal themselves and find everything they ever dreamt of within. There is no need to believe in thoughts. They are just like passing clouds in a blue sky. Emotions have a job to do in every human being, but they are neither right or wrong, good or bad. They are just what they are, and that is okay. Shame was so hidden within me, I was so abhorrent of feeling it, that I welcomed depression and suicidal thoughts to avoid it. It has taken me a while to face shame, and it's just waiting to be accepted. I've accepted it, it has come out, there is sorrow, and I will let it out. All emotions are okay. I share the truth of my journey so that you can heal, so that you can realise you're not alone. We are all connected as human beings. It's just fear that keeps us disconnected. I choose me first so that I can show up in the energy and light and love of who I was born to be. Now is your child to be you. I love you. I support you. I heal you. That is my message to my inner wounded child so that I can become the woman I truly am. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to my podcast, You Choose You Now, and realize that you can choose how you live and show up in the world to make a real difference. Love who you are. I would love to continue our journey together, so please hit subscribe and join me for my next inspiring episode. This is Amanda Hill-Ryle wishing you joy, love and compassion. Bye for now.